this is Alicia from Call for Convent Reform. Um, hope everyone's doing well. Um, so today I wanted to talk about um, the pretty typical vocation, um, vocational um, spiel that you get from the church right um so that can be that can be in a homily or in a vocation talk um usually usually pretty typical and um i've just i i've noticed and just within the last few months that i've been present to um two such events um just by happenstance and um both times, um, I've just, I've gotten really angry. <laughs> um, and one of those events happened today. So, um, so let me talk about that. So, um, a few months ago, um, I was, I was at a university for mass. And, um, so, uh, they had a guest priest and this priest was there from um, a neighboring diocese to talk about um, to talk about vocation and to encourage um, those who might be in uh, from his diocese to consider um, a, a religious vocation, especially to the priesthood. And you know, it was it was like every other. I'm not, uh, and I'm not you know, getting on this priest, but it was just like every other vocation talk that you hear. It was, um, you know, A plus B equals C, basically. That's that's what I got when I came away from it. It was, you know, um, you have a vocation plus you um, go ahead and pursue it, and that equals... Um, you know your happiness not that you that you don't have bad days but um you know everything works out and um if you've ever heard anything on my on my podcast or my blog um you know that um for many many people that is not true um so i went away from that um from that homily and I was just angry because I thought, you know, well, that's not true for me. You know, I had a vocation. Um, I, I, you know, went into the deep, you know, to quote John Paul II, you know, you see all those, you don't, you see them as much anymore, but there'd be all these posters about, um, one of his, talks on vocations and he talked about going out in the deep um referring to um a, a passage from scripture where you know um jesus tells peter to go farther out to go back out um and fish after he had had a night of you know trying to fish and not getting anything he tells him to go back out into the deep um and so that you know that type of um mentality of you know just go out just do it you know you, you know um 
you know, just, just, you know, take that leap, take that chance. And, um, so yeah, it's just, it's, uh, you know, um, and I, and I know, you know, the, the church, you know, needs vocations, right. Especially to the priesthood. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you know, and I know, I know of, of men too, who, because of politics and the church, um, you know, they had a priestly vocation, um, or felt very strongly that they did. And they were, um, you know, they were denied that because of, you know, just, you know, (sighs) things that were out of their control, but, um, a lot of injustices as well. Um, so, um, fast forward to today and, um, it's Catholic schools week. So and I'm a teacher and, um, part of Catholic schools week, if you know anything about it, um, you know, they do have a day that focuses on vocations. And so they have this, this, um, vocation panel at my school. Um, and so they had most, you know, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of vocations represented. They had, um, a married couple. They had the, the pastor of, of the parish there and they had two sisters and they had um, one of the teachers there um, kind of talking about a particular vocation to um, teach. And so, you know, they're, you know, kind of giving their stories, their little vocation stories. And they're kind of quick because, you know, they, we don't have a lot of time. And these are little little kids, um, some of them. And so... You know, I it's always kind of hard for me anyway to kind of hear from sisters. But, um, you know, it came time for the sisters to talk. And one of the sisters was saying how, um, you know, she had been thinking about a vocation. And um, she you know, was, was, was like, you know, she was told, um, just, just try it, just try it out. And, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there in the pew and I, I, I had to literally close my eyes and pray because I was just, I felt myself getting upset at this point. (laughs) And I thought to myself, wow, um, you know, I, I, you know, a lot of us who have been in the convent, that's what we were told. We were told, just try it out. Just, just give it a chance. And that turned into, for many of us, um, wow, it turned into something of a nightmare. I mean, either we were, um, you know, in my situation, I was um, in a very toxic community, and 
Um, you know, I was strung along for years um, because I don't know, um, but I was I was treated like crap. You know, after after the <laughs> after the talk, the the one teacher, so the the teacher that had talked about you know being called to be at this particular school said something um well he he had he'd been asked like right before the panel started to come up and 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 to speak so he's kind of blindsided and so he was saying something and about that and I said yeah for me it was very it was difficult to go to that be a part of that panel or to to be present um because I was in religious life and I was treated like crap and <laughs> um so you know the 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 whole you know just try it out you know just go you know pull into the you know in the into the deep that the, the type of philosophy it, it it sounds very flowery and uh very romantic almost and you know you just you know you just you get you just got to go out you just got to try you got to <sighs> And, you know, for some that's true, right? And some, for some people it works out. But for me and, and, and for many people I know, um, you know, I mean, I, looking back at the community I was in, I should have left a long time ago. And, you know, I was just so manipulated emotionally and spiritually. And physically, you know, just because of the work, um, like cult, it was a cult-like tactic. Just you never stop to think; you just keep working. Um, yeah, um, you know that that wasn't that wasn't you know my experience whatsoever, and you know it's it's not like okay, well, if I want to go back into a religious community, you know, I can just, I can just go back, you know, just, just jump in the deep, right? Just, just pull anchor and, and, and go, and to go out. And, you know, it's taken me this long. I, I, I left in 2019, goodness gracious, in February, 2019. So I have to do some quick bath. Um, man, it's been like f- almost four years um this february and it's taken me that long to um to to be pretty stable in my life to to be as stable in my life as um i am now i mean i mean now i have a car now i have a phone now i have a a stable job that took a while um because it can be hard to get job in my area in education um and uh yeah so you know i i don't i don't feel like i can trust a religious order to <laughs> to uh you know take over my life again like you know i'm not i'm not going i i, I can't i can't just you know, let that happen again. And, 
you know, I can't um, have a situation where I try it and, you know, everything goes to crap and, you know, I, I'm left with no resources um, because you have to give up everything, right? You, you give up all and, uh, you know, I, I can't just try that again. You know, some people can. Some people, they, they have parents that can, you know, pull them through that. Some people end up homeless. Some people end up, you know, living on a couch. Um, but so I'm, I've known some people that have been discerning for years. And, you know, they just, they have their parents to pick them up every time. I, I don't really get it. But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's you know, I don't, I don't have that and I don't want to I don't want to put that burden on my family either but you know it's just drive driving you know driving home and thinking about this I thought you know it's just it's 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 a sales pitch you know it's the type of sales pitch um and yeah you know we we vocations are needed um in the church especially priestly vocations priestly vocations are in the toilet um but obviously as a catholic church we need priests but you know it's all a sales pitch that's what it is um you know and (laughs) Yeah, I, I know they're talking to kids, but it's always it's always the same thing. It's always the A plus B equals C. You know, you you have A you have you know, probably you have a vocation. B <clears throat> you pursue it, C you're happy, you know, you're fulfilled, um you know, you you are um just you know, going through life and, and everything's okay. And, you know, you, you, you even though you, you have the bad days, um, you know, every, you know, life is fine. And, um, it, it's just, it's such a lie for so many people. I, I, and that's why I can't get over it. It's such a lie for so many, you know, um, and, you know, I've heard the stories. I, I know people personally that have just been almost destroyed in their personal life because, you know, they went out in the deep and they pursued a vocation. And maybe, I don't know, um, you know, my, my, my hurt um, <laughs> lies in the people that betrayed me, which, you know, is definitely the religious order that I entered. Um, and in, in the in the Catholic Church, you know, the institution of the Catholic Church that said, hey, you do this and, and you'll find fulfillment. You'll find what you're looking for. And in a way I did, but that was so clouded by all the BS. And um, it, it's, it's just... I don't know. It's just so unfortunate. 
Um, it just it just makes me angry. But you know, I I don't know. Um, and and obviously, God allows things. And you know, some of it is just you know, in, in my personal prayer, I'm like looking at Jesus. I'm like, why, <laughs> why, why is this? You know a thing why is this going on why why has this happened to me and to others and um i don't know maybe you know um maybe maybe that's part of our vocation you know which is not um which obviously is not advertised in the catholic church but maybe that's part of our vocation is is that you know we're part of this group that um i don't know is is maybe like a sacrificial lamb of sorts for you know the the things that are going on in the church and um some of the corruption that's going in going on in religious life and in the seminaries and um I don't know you know um there's a lot of things that I, I I won't know a lot of things that me and others won't know until you know you know after we uh got God willing, go on the other side um, of of this veil, which we call, you know, our earthly life. And I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. You know. Um, so. So yeah, um, it's just. You know, I don't know what the answer is. You know, a lot of times I, I, I'm just here just, you know, sharing my experiences and my perspective. And there's a lot of things I, I don't understand. And um, this is something I don't understand. Um, and, you know, one thing I can say is, is that the, the more that time goes on, the more I realized that I had a vocation that was stolen from me that was um just you know um you know I I I really think I did have a vocation um for a long time I just thought you know I I tried it out it wasn't for me and it it, it just it keeps becoming more and more clear that you know there was something there there was something I was called to and it was denied me denied me sorry um you know and you know you can you can go on dates you can do all kinds of things you can try to bury the pain in all kinds of ways um you know whether that's distractions sin or uh alcohol medication whatever you you can try to hide it um but it's always there and you know when you finally you know calm down and you know 
have a moment of prayer, deep prayer, it's it's like, man, like I still have this. I still have this um pull inside of me. Um and, you know, because I was treated like crap, I was treated like um I wasn't treated like a, a, a daughter of God. I wasn't treated like a bride of Christ. I was treated like, you know, something that could be manipulated and um, gaslighted. And um, that was just on the bottom tier of, of the society, which was the religious life I was in. Um, you know, that, you know, that that clouded everything. And. You know, you know, I'm the devil is in the details. I'm sure, you know, if I if I was the devil and I wanted to harm the Catholic Church, you know, the perfect way is to to get into the minds and hearts of those who run seminaries and want run uh, convents, religious orders, and you know, um. And, and to see people as things, not as, um, you know, the people that they are in the image and likeness of God, which is what happened. So, you know, um, there's just a lot of healing and a lot of things that um, are just so unfortunate and you know, I, I just hope that at the very least I can be a voice for those who are, are going through this and, and who see this and, you know, no one's talking about this. I mean, maybe the the one good thing about Pope Francis is that, you know, a lot of people, it's not like Benedict or John Paul II where everyone's like clamoring to talk about vocations and how beautiful vocations are. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into the politics of, of Pope Francis because we don't have the time here, but, um, you know, people aren't being inspired to (laughs) join religious life or to join, um, seminary under Francis like they did other popes, um, you know, in, in recent memory. So, um... Maybe maybe God is finding a way for things to kind of take care of itself. I don't know. Um, but um, for those of you out there who've, who've gone through this, that are feeling this pain, um, please know that you're in my prayers. You know, I'm, I might not know you personally, but you're definitely in my prayers. Um, and when I go through these types of things, um, it can be really easy to kind of just collapse into myself and, and just to feel my own pain and um, just just to think of myself and, and um, you know, I, I have to remind myself, you know, I, I'm feeling this pain, I'm feeling this hurt, I'm feeling this betrayal, um, but there are other brothers and sisters of mine that are feeling it as well. And, um, I, I do offer up that pain for, for all of you. So, um, 
just I, I hope you know that that wherever you are, whoever you are, if you've have a similar experience, you are definitely in my heart. And um I know I know we can't see it, but I know we're in the heart of the church. Um but it's very hidden. It's a very hidden heart. Um that is really part of the sacred heart, part of that crucified heart of Christ. Um, and um, there's just a lot of things that we won't know until, you know, we, we, uh, we, we pass through the heavenly gates, hopefully, <laughs> God willing, and, you know, hopefully we, we all make it there. So, so thank you for listening and um, just continue to pray. And um, we'll just keep fighting this together. God bless and uh, talk to you later. Bye.